Hey there, and welcome to the Empowered Agency Podcast. I'm your host, Kate All. This is season four, episode seven, where we are going to be talking about building in time for rest. This podcast is a place where I share with you wisdom, practical advice, and leadership for those wanting to grow and scale their agency. My whole goal is to help you multiply yourself and grow your agency so that you can reach your goals, both personal and professional. In this season of the podcast, season four, we're diving into teams, hiring, feedback, firing, how to start, grow, and develop a really healthy team. It is one of my favorite parts about being an agency owner. I love giving meaningful feedback to people so that they can use their gifts and their talents and their strengths that are not only complementary to mine, but often they're better. So in this season, we are talking specifically about those teams and how you can really leverage them. But we're going to take a little bit of a sidestep here in talking about building time for rest, because it can be a grind growing and managing an agency. And if you are not careful, you'll burn out and find yourself completely unmotivated to do pretty much anything. So how do you build in times for rest? So it can be holiday weeks. It could be simply taking one day off a week per month. There are a lot of creative ways to build in rest, which will allow you to get refreshed and renewed to keep growing your agency. So first, let's even talk about why am I talking about rest? Well, as you know, we're in December. This is a time where we tend to land the year plane. We look back at everything we've done. We build in time for the holidays. We have lots of holiday parties. We have traveling. We have time with family and friends. It is really a time, a celebratory time as we go into the new year. And a lot of people will take the week off between Christmas and New Year's. Or if you celebrate another holiday in December, there might be a season of time in there as well. So when we talk about rest, one of the things that I, how this came onto my radar was I was watching a TED Talk about sabbatical. And if you Google sabbatical TED Talk, I'm sure it will pop up for you. And one of the things that I loved about this talk was that this was an agency owner. It was a creative agency. And he said, every seven years, we take a full year off. Now, I understand you have to have a lot of cash flow to be able to do that, right? And to be able to give people a paid sabbatical for a year without any work coming in. But he said specifically that taking this time off allowed their creativity to thrive. So it really released a lot of new great things in their company over the next seven years that they would not have come up with had they not taken that break. And I stood back from it and I thought, that is so true, that when we turn off all the noise, all the things that are happening, all of it for any period of time, whether it is 24 hours, a week, two weeks, a month, one year, every seven years, then great, because it can really jog creativity. So for me, what I did is I looked at the fact that my personality is not geared towards rest. And I think this is really important. A lot of people in the online world talk about productivity hacks, and they talk about the ways that people can organize themselves, how they can do hard stops or whatever it is. And I had taken some of that pieces of advice too. In fact, Amy Lynn Andrews was somebody I used to follow her use letter. She talked about hard stops. And she said that she built in these hard stops to her day, to her week, because she needed to have a clear delineating line between work 
and not work. So I started to adopt this idea of a hard stop every day could be when my kids got home from school or a hard stop at the end of the week could be not working on Saturday. And I held to that for a long time. And then I stood back and I thought, my personality is really to overachieve all the time. I can go and go and go and go and go until I'm literally burned out. So for me, there had to be gates that allowed me to still be an achiever, to really run, to invest in my team, to invest in content. But there had to be a stopgap of when I would have a hard stop. And mostly that was on the knowledge of I go, go, go. Where is my hard stop? And that hard stop could look different every week. It could also look different every year, right? But the important thing to take away from it is there had to be time for rest. There had to be time to not look at your phone. Now, there's a little bit of a luxury for me in the position that I'm at because I have a team, a big team to do a lot of things. But even when I had a small team, I decided I wasn't going to answer emails on Saturday or Sunday. Because a marketing emergency really is not a marketing, is not an emergency. So I would tell my clients, I have office hours, Monday through Friday, eight to five. This is when I'll be on. And this is when I'll answer your emails. Not only does this put really good boundaries around crazy client emails. In fact, we even had one recently where a client emailed us at like 2 a.m. demanding the they get an answer. 2 a.m. Nope. I'm sorry, you're not getting an answer at 2 a.m. And I should hope that nobody has their phone on with a ding for an email at 2 a.m. That's neither here nor there, but you get it. So I would build in office hours and then I would build in this time on the weekend and I would purposely not look at my phone as it pertained to work. And sometimes I would even take a break from social media. Now, the social media thing has really creeped up a lot over the years. You know, when I started, it was just really Facebook, a little bit of Instagram and Twitter. It wasn't everything that we have now, right? So I didn't really have to put, have to put a lot of those gates. But now I think more so I'm less apt to look at my phone when it comes to anything relating to business. So I say all that to say, First, you have to come up with a schedule that really works for you. When is it going to be that you set your office hours, you set your weekend hours, you choose the best schedule? I don't think there is a one size fits all. I know that Michael Hyatt and Amy Porterfield have talked about their ideal work weeks, set them out. But I'm just going to tell you this. I'm a mom and I'm a wife to 3.5 kids three full-time, sometimes four. That means my life gets disrupted quite a bit. Somebody is sick. Somebody needs something from me at school. Somebody needs me to help them with a project. Somebody needs me to go to the gym with them. Somebody needs me to drive them somewhere. Somebody's doing driving class. I don't have the luxury of where I'm at in my life as a mom and a wife to set an ideal work week. So each week, I do look ahead to say, what do I have Monday through Friday this week? What are the projects that are most pressing to move the company forward? What are the projects that are most important for clients to feel cared for? What are those things that are non-negotiable? And then how do I fill in the gaps with the other things that help get me ahead? Depending on your season of life, sometimes you have to work that way. 
And I would be remiss to tell you, just do an ideal work week and then set it. That is a number one way to set you up for discouragement. It can't happen if you are a mom and a wife. There are too many things or a dad and a husband. There are too many things. There are just too many things. So I, w- I want you to know that I'm never going to be somebody who's, who's going to say, do an ideal work week and set it and forget it. And if you, there's something that keeps disrupting you, you need to put that aside. You need, it's just not the way it works. The other thing back to personality is I have, like I said, an achiever nature, but I have some friends who do not have that. They feel depleted most of the day with the work that they do. In fact, sometimes they would love to watch TV all day or they would love to check out and read a book all day. Knowing how you work and how you're wired is going to play into this as well, because I would not be somebody to give me advice who maybe they like to rest more or maybe they like to read more or maybe they like to watch TV. That is really hard for me. In fact, just a couple of years ago, I was going into doing counseling and I said to a friend of mine who was giving me recommendations, I said, I need this therapist to understand that I am not the person who's going to easily sit down and free write for 15 minutes. That is going to make me feel like I want to poke my eyeballs out because it is so hard for me to sit for 15 minutes. In fact, a common joke among friends is that when everybody's watching a movie, I'm up and down, up and down getting snacks, doing all these things. I Working out for me is like really good because I get to move and I get to work out all that excess energy that I have. Like I don't struggle with ADHD. I don't struggle with ADD. I just like to move and achieve. And my brain is always thinking about managing things, putting p- things into place, achieving things, checking things off my list. And I had somebody that I was coaching with who gave me a lot of clarity on this. They said, your rest looks like active meditation. Your rest might look like cleaning the garage. But in those moments of you doing that, you are actively meditating on organizing the things in your brain and organizing your life because you're standing back and you're looking at all those boxes. You're looking at all of these pieces and you are actively putting into place everything that needs to be organized in your brain. I feel that same way about puzzles. I am a huge puzzle person. I love it because I can get clarity on all the things that are spinning in my head and they lock into place as I'm putting these puzzle pieces into place. It's really weird, I know, but I've just learned a lot about how I work. So for you, as you come up against this season and even as you go into 2023, be really intentional about not only looking at your week for how it works for you, but also at your months and your quarters for when you're really going to take a longer rest. Maybe it's a day, maybe it's a weekend. And you will find that once you do this, there's an element of creativity that allows you to think bigger, dream bigger, grow bigger with your agency in a way that you can't do when you are in the day-to-day. The day-to-day is so hard because there's a grind element to it. There's all these things you know you need to get to, or it's like hair on fire a little bit, and you're just doing the next thing just to get ahead and get ahead and get ahead. But when you really step back and you can look at the whole picture, I envision standing on the beach and looking at the whole ocean instead of just this tiny little piece, then you're able to get perspective. Then you're able to think bigger, dream bigger about what you want your agency to be. 
And so I hope that for you in 2023. I hope that you're able to find space over the next month to stand back, whether it be an hour or six hours or 24 hours, to get a bigger bigger picture of what you want your agency to be in 2023 and how you are going to invest in that while you invest in yourself and you invest in your creativity as you build in time for rest. I'd love to hear from you. How do you build in time for rest? Email me hello at kall.com. I would love to learn more about how you do that. I'm always curious about it. And I'd love for you to take 60 seconds to leave a review for this podcast. Other people need to hear about it and I need to hear from you. So if you can take a few seconds just to leave that, I would be more than grateful because it gives me an opportunity to continue to speak into your agency life and help make it the best that it's going to be. Alrighty. Thanks so much for listening.